0: Hello, welcome to the Medic Mum podcast with me Dr Pinham, and me Dr Steph. So this week we just wanted to put out an episode and talk about group A strep. Um, We know that it's been in the news a lot and we know that a lot of people are worried. We're getting lots of messages through our Instagram. Pudum and I are seeing lots of worried parents in clinics who are bringing their little ones. Um, We've both put out lots of information on our page but we thought we'd just try and condense it all down into an episode that you can listen to um, and we just hope that it's helpful. Exactly.
1: The anxieties have been real and literally parent after parent is coming in at the moment. And that's what we're being inundated with in GP land. But what we wanted to to really go through was a breakdown of what group A strep is. Mm-hmm. How is it different to what you're hearing in the media about the invasive group A strep? We'll break it down into the signs and symptoms because knowledge is power, knowing what to look out for. Well, will empower you and you will know then when to seek help and that's the important and critical part Mm. but we'll also cover how it is treated um, alongside some of the questions that that we've we've kind of had um, over on our socials uh, and some myth busting because as with all things we'll remember from Covid times as soon as like media breaks out about something topical there are people that end up spreading misinformation which can just heighten anxiety and of which parents are very
0: much a vulnerable group
1: so let's kick off with educating you a little bit about what group A strep is.
0: Yeah, exactly. So first of all, what is it? So it's a bacteria. I think it's in a news article they said it was a virus, but no, it is a bacteria. And it causes lots of different kinds of infections. Um, so again, a common symptom is how will I know what are the symptoms to look out for? So it can present in lots of different ways. So scarlet fever is something that we've seen a lot of in the news, but um, So it can cause scarlet fever, we can go through that in a little bit, but it also causes things like tonsillitis, um, sore throat, chest infections, it can even manifest as skin infections, so things such as impetigo. So there isn't just one classic presentation, Um, it can be a lot of different symptoms, Um, so it will really just depend on your child. Um, But in terms of scarlet fever, maybe we should just go through that quickly. So in terms of scarlet fever, it's usually a fairly mild illness, but uh, symptoms will start off with a sore throat, headache and fever. And then about 12 to 48 hours afterwards, you can develop this rash. So it's quite a fine um, red rash that's all over the body and it feels very, very rough. So like sandpaper is that kind of classical description. Um, Now it can sometimes on darker skin, it can be a little bit trickier to spot but the key thing is to just have a feel of it and it just still feels quite rough another another thing that you might find is um, that their tongue will look a little bit different so it's this appearance called a strawberry tongue so you'll notice again these kind of like white spots that can then start to peel and that leaves a very red tongue underneath um, that's got little bumps on it so that kind of alludes to that strawberry type appearance um, so if you notice that type of rash or that kind of appearance, then obviously, um, we would be advising people to get to their, um, get to their GP and seek medical advice. Um, it can be easily treated, uh, with antibiotics and in general, you know, group A strep is easily treated with antibiotics as well.
1: Yeah. So that was really well covered there. And um, Steph, I think that what is important that we mention at this point, you know, when you are listening to this in the news that strep A, um, it's not a new bacteria. Mm. It's been around for decades and we know it, we see it a lot. It's a very common uh, bacteria and we treat it very effectively with antibiotics. So that is the good news. Um, Most of us have got group A strep that's sitting probably at the back of your throats and you will be none the wiser and you will have remembered having tonsillitis over your life. Group A strep is the bacteria that's responsible. So how is that different and why is there such a big Hype about it right now. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there has very tragically been uh, some deaths amongst children under the age of 10 um, here in the UK, um, particularly in England um, at this point of time and recording. Uh, But it is an evolving situation. So, what's happening in these cases is that the group A streptococcus bacteria that we mentioned. Very rarely, it can leave the kind of area that's kind of local. So for example, if it's your tonsils or your throat, or if it's caused a skin infection, it can leave that area and track into the blood. And at that point, it can cause a generalized blood infection, which we call sepsis, which can be life-threatening. Now, when this happens, this is what's called invasive group A streptococcus, Mm. and that has been what the cause of death amongst the children that have passed away has been. Now, we don't fully understand why we have a spike. Um, Steph there mentioned about about scarlet fever. Now, we're comparing figures uh, and the stats and data at the moment for this time last year. We had far fewer cases of scarlet fever uh, and group A strep infections compared to what's happening this year. There is a theory that it could be because obviously for the first, like the last couple of years, we've had varying degrees of restrictions and lockdowns. As a result of that, children, particularly those under the age of 10, and if you can think about it, we've both had babies born during lockdown. For many babies that were born during this time, What, almost three years? They weren't mingling with other kids. So they weren't having that exposure to the normal kind of viruses and bacteria that circulate. We're now out of that period. Kids are mingling. We're back to normal times. So there is a theory that it could be down to kind of this lack of immunity. um, But we have no real evidence for it. It's an evolving situation. All we know is that knowing what the signs and symptoms to look out for is what's important and getting that early help is what matters.
0: Yeah exactly and I think that um, what you've mentioned that about the invasive group A strep is really important because um, things can get a little bit sensationalized in the media and the thing is you know it's great that there is a spotlight on this and that it's just in general encouraging parents to be a little bit more vigilant and aware Um, but if your child has group A strep that doesn't mean that they are going to be seriously unwell. Um, There is always, a, when it comes to infections like these, there's always a spectrum. And so generally it's kind of mild to moderate. Um, and very rarely does it turn into something like invasive group A strep. But of course, we've got to be aware of the symptoms to look out for. So in terms of what this means for everyone for, for parents um like we said it's to be aware of any signs of deterioration um, and any worsening infection as well so we can go through those and look at things yep. to look out for
1: so how do you know whether it's a strep a infection well the, cu- the key symptoms uh, for where you would need to and we would urge you get sort of medical attention as soon as possible is if your child is having very high fevers. So we're talking of temperatures over 38 degrees or 100 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. You're looking for a very sore, like if they're complaining of a really sore throat or have got very swollen glands, a really good way to check this yourself because sometimes you might get a telephone call in the initial stages and the doctor might say, have you had a look in the throat? So a good way to do that is just literally take the phone light um, you know, uh, or a wee torch, ask your child To open their mouth, and you're looking at the back of their throat and at the roof of their mouth, looking for red spots or maybe white spots. It it doesn't matter if they've had their tonsils taken out; you would see these spots appear. Um, As Steph mentioned, you can get that strawberry red uh, tongue appearance as well. Other signs are if your child's complaining of muscle aches, if they're breathing really fast. They're becoming more drowsy. They're not eating or drinking, or not passing much or any urine. Um, if a rash develops with any of these symptoms, and of course we mentioned the sandpaper rash, but this can be really difficult to know if you, you know, if it's your child. Mm. So if any of this develops and you're seriously concerned, then actually just pick up the phone and call nine nine nine. Especially if the rash is not disappearing. Um, but if any of the other kind of symptoms that I mentioned earlier, then do call your GP. And you know, it is important that you use the words. So I'm actually just going to lay it out is that you, on to, when you're speaking to reception, that you say the words, I'm very concerned about my child or I'm very worried. We have a, you know, it's almost, we don't speak about it enough and it's definitely not talked at, at medical schools, but having become mums ourselves, that you'll agree, right, Steph, that there is such a thing as a gut instinct. And when it's your baby, nobody knows your child better than you. So the first person that will notice something's not right is you. You need to trust that gut. And it doesn't matter if you don't want to burden the doctor, you're worried about taking up their time, you're not doing any of that. You need to get the prompt treatment for your child. So tell the receptionist, I'm very worried. That is a red flag symptom for the receptionist to flag it to the doctor at the moment as well as GPs we've got a lower threshold uh to to see children uh and be more aggressive with antibiotic treatment
0: yeah exactly and i think it's um really helpful to to point out the things to say because you know gp surgeries that will be the call volumes you know will be really really high at the moment um Mm. and we know that a lot of people are worrying about being able to see someone so that is really key just conveying your message um across in the right way um so absolutely trust your judgment is the first thing you know a lot of people say well when should Mm. we worry when should we seek help when should we go to the gp that is the first port of call if you're concerned about something But also there are other things to look out for. So if you feel like your child is just getting worse, you know, you're on day three, four, five of illness and you're just not seeing any improvement at all, if your child is um, eating much less than normal, we know that they can have a decreased appetite, but if they aren't, um, which which again can be normal, but if they aren't uh, drinking as much um, and if they're not weeing as much as they normally do, so if your child has a nappy on and they have a dry nappy, so let's say they go to bed and then in the morning you they wake up and their nappy is dry, then that is something to flag up. Um, or if they're potty trained, then if you're noticing that they're just not going to the toilet that often at all, try and up their fluids at home but again another thing to to flag up this is an important one as well that maybe not many people know but in general when it comes to the temperature so the advice in general just regardless whether or not it's group a strep is that if your baby is under three months old and has a temperature of 38 or above then actually you need to be seeking really urgent advice because sometimes not all the time but sometimes it can be a sign of something um, a little bit more serious underlying so it needs to be just investigated a bit sooner but in general apart from that if your child is older than three months and has a consistent temperature of over 38 um, then of course yes that's something that you want to get checked out to um and of course if your child is really tired irritable just not quite themselves um, then you want to be seeing your gp <laughs> things that require a bit more urgent attention. So going to the emergency department, calling 999 is if your child is having difficulty breathing. So you might notice a lot of sucking in at the ribs, their tummy going in and out a lot faster. Um, They may look like they're just breathing a lot faster as well. anything any concerns about their difficulty in breathing then that's um that's more urgent um and of course if they look a little bit more floppy if they won't wake up we're finding it really hard to keep them awake and if their skin or tongue or lips or anything like that go kind of the bluish discoloration then again that is um that's a more urgent thing um and you want to be taking them to get emergency uh care and assessment straight away
1: yeah I think it's important at this point, I know this can actually just sound all quite overwhelming Mm. and quite scary, but I do want to kind of reassure anyone listening that on the whole, strep infections cause milder infections strippy bacteria, I should say, cause milder infections. Uh, and we are seeing so many kids at the moment. And remember, the adults can get this too. It's not just localised to, to children. Um, but over time, we can build better immunity as, as adults. Whereas with children, you know, that they can deteriorate quite quickly. However... Seeing lots of people at the moment and most, you know, the vast majority are are being treated with paracetamol, brufin, fluids, plus or minus antibiotics if something like scarlet fever or, or tonsillitis is suspected. So do feel reassured. The cases of the invasive group A strip, you know, infections that we're hearing of are, are very low. Um but you know, it's always important that you are aware of what the signs and symptoms are. And it's coming back to, you know, the whole making sure that you're getting your information from valued from valid and responsible and reputable sources. So the NHS website is a great one. The government kind of public health um, websites are great. And if you are concerned about anything, then speak to an actual medical expert, because we are hearing, as with all things, that there are certain theories circulating, um, some misinformation. Just today we heard of people, you know, that are suggesting that the nasal flu jab might be responsible for the group A strep uh, spikes that is absolutely not the case and there is no information or evidence to support this so again you know be mindful of where you're consuming your information Um, but do know that if it is suspected you may you know not every practice has got access to this but we can swab it to confirm the presence of group A strep but largely it's a clinical examination and assessment which you should get face to face with your doctor and usually the treatment is with antibiotics like penicillin there's a penicillin allergy then we would treat with another antibiotic alternative
0: yeah exactly i think that's the key thing as well is that it is very and easily treatable and usually responds very well to antibiotics as well um And let's say, you know, you've been to see the GP and you've been issued antibiotics. Um, Generally, you would expect to see an improvement within the first two, three days. Um, So keep an eye out for that. So still, um, despite being on antibiotics, if you notice, again, any of the signs that you feel um, like your child is just not getting any better and not responding in the way that we would want them to, again, that is something to be flagged up as well. Mm. Another thing as well that I've been asked a few times is wondering if any of the vaccines can give immunity to group A strep um, so can the flu vaccine actually help with it um, but unfortunately it doesn't because the flu vaccine is pretend- protecting against something different so the flu virus whereas obviously group A strep is a is a separate bacteria. Um, I wish there was um, a vaccine for group A strep you know in, in times like these but um, you know there, there isn't but the key thing still is if you have had your flu vaccine, if your list one hasn't had it, then still a good idea to go and get it um, because, again, we want to try and protect ourselves, them, and them from um, from any illness infection as well.
1: Yeah, there is some conversations happening uh, in the news um, today. So, again, this is the time we're recording uh, conversations about perhaps if there is breakouts within certain schools or localities that their children may be given preventative antibiotics in a bid to prevent them getting the infection. Um, But at the moment, this is only at the conversation stage. There will be some parents that might be reading that there are potentially some uh, issues with stock and supply of antibiotics at certain parts of the country. Again, we are. this is an evolving situation. Uh, we hopefully will have an update over the coming days. And as soon as that happens, we will, of course, like come on here and share that with you. Just to say that we are also, because of the heightened awareness and um, anxiety at the moment amongst parents, Steph and I are going to do an Instagram Live um, on Sunday this week, which we'll cover kind of the latest topical developments of what's happened with the group A strep, as well as taking any of your questions because we have had so many questions sent to us on DMs. So if you are thinking you don't understand or you'd like us to explain something differently or um, clarify anything at all then please do send them in to us and we will address them during our Instagram
0: live yeah which we'll save by the way yes exactly it'll be saved on our on our page as well um, and i think that's the thing even though you may read i think i guess for us this information is it's more easily absorbed isn't it when you you know you read stuff it for us it's it's a lot easier but we can appreciate that it can be difficult to sometimes just wrap your head around it so sometimes yeah. actually just hearing things two three four times can just be helpful um as well so that yeah. you you know you know that you have um understood it correctly tune in on Sunday and obviously if you've got any questions in advance then just uh, you know send them through. As I said we've got information that we've put out ourselves, Poonam did a really good great Q&A as well on her stories yesterday so Um, you can check that out. So we're on Instagram at The Medic Mum Podcast, but also at Dr. Poonam Christian and at The GP Mum as well. Um, But until then, we will hopefully see some of you guys on Sunday. Um, As always, just remember to leave us a little review if you don't mind, just uh, helps other people to find our podcast a little bit easily as well. Um, But until Sunday or next week, we'll see you soon.